I'm Carissa Andrews, international best-selling indie author and CEO of Author Revolution. With more than 15 books published, it's safe to say I have made a ton of mistakes in my endeavor to become a full-time author. The most important thing that I've learned in the past decade is that indie authors need to protect their creativity and their serenity. Being an author is a long game, and that's why I'm on a mission to teach other indies just like you how to publish books with a sustainable, rapid-release method. I created the Author Revolution podcast to give you insights and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you do just that. If you're an ambitious author or one in the making who's looking to create a long-term author career and a life you love, you've found your tribe, my friend. Let's get your author revolution underway. Welcome back to the podcast, my writerly friend. I trust you've had a spectacular week and are now enjoying the lovely spring-esque weather wherever you are. Here in Minnesota, the temps have been hovering in the mid-40s, but I'm still hoping that sometime soon we're going to see a jump in temps so I can actually get outside and put up our gazebo. It's one of my favorite places to write once the weather gets warmer. So speaking of writing, my goodness, have things been heating up and getting a bit interesting in the writerly world this month. On April 13th, Amazon dropped a little bomb called Kindle Vela. You might have heard of it. Maybe you got an email. A couple of months ago, an episodic story platform called Radish made some tweaks to its royalty rates that got many wide authors up in arms. Presumably, this is Amazon's response to try to woo back those authors into their sphere, or perhaps it's just an incredibly fortuitous timing. Whatever the reason, Kindle Vela is a new writing opportunity for authors on the KDP platform, and it offers serialized fiction the way that Radish and other platforms like it have been operating. Serialized fiction hasn't quite hit the US and UK markets as much as it has in some Asian countries, but I think Amazon is trying to change all that. So what is Kindle Vela? Well, in essence, you're writing short episodes of 500 to 5,000 words, And this could be in a short story format with a complete arc per episode, or in chapter format for authors who want to release a chapter at a time to engage new audiences as they write their next book. Now, just like other platforms like Radish, readers have the option to purchase coins or tokens in this case in order to read the episodes as they get published. So now with the first three episodes, they're all going to be free to readers, much like the first three chapters or so in the look inside being free for normal ebooks. Now, from what I understand, when I'm reading the terms of service and the way that Kindle Vela is supposed to operate, tokens are going to be equal to 100 words. So for every 1,000 words, for example, it would take 10 tokens. What Amazon is touting right now is that authors will receive 50% of their royalties from this exchange. However, there is a catch here, and it's one that authors really need to be aware of before they jump on board. Inside Amazon Vela's TOC, it highlights the fact that an author gets paid based off of what readers spend to unlock their stories. So already we know that the first three chapters means zero royalties, but what about the rest? Well, that all depends on the token bracket that the reader purchases. Let's dive into that a little bit. There are actually four different options that readers can choose from as they become a Kindle Vela reader. The first one being 200 tokens, 
or the equivalent of four or so episodes according to Amazon's sales page. And this is all done at the purchase price of $1.99. Level two is 525 tokens or roughly 10 or so episodes purchased for $4.99. Level three, you'll get 1,100 tokens or roughly 22 episodes purchased for $9.99 or 1,700 tokens or roughly 34 episodes purchased for $14.99. Okay, so the first thing to make note of here is the fact that Amazon has the right to change any of this at any time, including even before Kindle Villa opens up officially to readers. Now, going beyond this and digging into those numbers a bit, we find that if you write longer serialized fiction of, say, that 5,000 word range, it appears that you can be making anywhere between 13 and 15 cents per episode. Now, if you have 20 episodes out there of roughly the same length, that's the equivalent of $2.60 and $3 per full story. And that's all dependent on which range the person purchases from, which range of tokens they purchase. So at first blush, it seems pretty comparable to Kindle page reads, which work out to be roughly $2.66 in royalties for the same type of book. However, Vela comes with a big caveat. Amazon is planning to make the tokens available through mobile channels that actually charge a fee in order to do so, namely Apple and Android. And in the case of Apple, this means a whopping 30% deduction straight off the top. So what does that mean? It means authors drop right back down into that 35% royalty range with Vela, not 50%. So for those who want to hear the math, that's 100% minus 30% equals 70%, right? Then 50% of 70% is 35%. So now that means the same 20 episode book drops from $3 in royalties down to $2.09, and the $2.60 version drops down to a measly $1.85. And it could get worse. If Amazon decides to offer up any free tokens to entice readers onto the platform, kind of like they do sometimes with Kindle Unlimited, that means the reader will spend $0. And presumably that means the author gets 35% of zero, which is, oh yeah, (laughs) zero. (laughs) Now at this point, you're probably thinking, gee, Carissa, this doesn't sound the greatest, and it sounds like you're pretty anti-Vela. Not entirely. I'm just a little bit leery. I mean, we're in this to make money after all. So we have to think strategically about how we're going to deliver our book and how to best leverage the options out there. And I'll talk a little bit more about some of the restrictions Vela has on authors in a minute. But one good thing to consider here is the ability using Vela to tap into different readers in a totally different market. Those who read with Vela are likely going to innately be far different readers than those who read in KU and those who will buy books outright. Now, from what I've seen from other serialized fiction platforms like Radish and Wattpad, the audience is largely made up of young readers and actually young female readers, come to think of it. So teen girls for the most part. Now, for that sake, if you write YA fiction, Vela could be a really good thing for you. But until we authors have people out there who have tested the waters, we're not going to know. Right now, Kindle Vela is open for authors to start loading up, but it is not open for Vela readers just yet. And we're not even sure when it'll be open to them either. So there's that. But according to many sources, it looks like it's going to be launching sometime around July of this year. 
So let's say you're considering publishing with this new strategy. Who might Kindle Vela actually be good for? Well, number one, short story fiction writers who serialize their writing. So if you have a series of short stories that kind of all go together, this is probably a really good platform to try out. It's also good for authors writing a new book who want to build buzz for it and get feedback for their current work in progress, but who do plan to incorporate the chapters later into some sort of long-form content like an ebook. It's also good for new authors who want to test a story idea before spending too much time on it. It's good for authors who want to tap into a new market of readers, i.e., like we said, those young readers. It's good for authors who write in the genres of romance, paranormal, sci-fi, LGBTQ, young adult, horror, mystery, and thriller. And the reason for that is those are the genres that are actually doing well on Radish and Wattpad, so they're likely going to be the ones that are going to do really good and see early success on Vela. Also, authors who want to build their brand exposure in a new way will probably benefit by using Kindle Vela. And lastly, authors who can publish quickly and consistently are great prospects for Kindle Vela. So for example, if you can keep up with a weekly or even a daily writing basis, that means you're going to get your readers into a groove right off the bat. So if you don't have a solid writing routine, maybe give this one a pass. But if you do, if you know exactly which days you write and when you can release, hey, this might be a really great option for you. So if any of these sound like you, then we also need to talk about what you can and cannot do with Kindle Vela. So for example, your stuff has to be new. You cannot serialize previously published works on Vela. So if your book is already out there in some form, then this is not the platform to use and doing so would actually go against Amazon's terms of service. However, you can publish up to 5,000 words of content from a previously published work in order to bridge a story. This is according to Amazon that is published on Vela. So for example, if you wrote a prequel in Vela and book one is published, you could include up to 5,000 words of book one inside of Vela in order to bridge the story and pull them over to where that ebook is, provided that you are the copyright holder for that content, of course. So number two, you cannot incorporate your Vela serialization into long form content versions like an ebook or paperback in any language until you have unpublished the serialized version from Vela. So it has to be completely gone from their system in order to then turn it into an ebook or publish it in another format. Number three, you cannot publish your Vela episodes for free anywhere on the web. Not your website, not another platform like Wattpad, nothing. You can, however, publish your serialized story on another platform like Radish, as long as it keeps the story hidden behind a pay-to-play firewall. Lastly, if you are outside of the United States, I am sorry to say, but you will not be able to use the platform at this time because it is only open to United States citizens for both reading and writing. One of the cool things that Vela does allow that other Amazon products and other products in general just don't is the ability to leave author notes at the end of each of the episodes or each of the chapters, however you end up putting it out there. Now, this could be in the form of thoughts while writing, more context before the reader moves on to the next chapter, or when the next episode will be made available. 
which all of that stuff kind of brings the readers a little bit closer to you as the writer and helps them engage with you. Readers also, speaking of engagement, have some built-in engagement opportunities. They'll be able to follow the stories that they enjoy, as well as getting push notifications when the latest episode is released, which could be a huge boost to your visibility. They can crown a weekly fave, the readers can, for a story that they enjoyed the most that week, which then can be featured at some point down the road in the Kindle Vela store. Plus, they can give you a thumbs up for episodes if they really liked it too. So that's pretty fun. All of this stuff is really cool in terms of author brand exposure. Now, while I can't say that I'll be one of the first to hop onto the Kindle Vela bandwagon, I will say that I'm going to keep a clear eye on it. And I'm already thinking about ways I can use it to my advantage sometime in the future. However, I want to see some insights coming back in from other authors who fit this strategy a little bit better than I do right now, as well as I need to finish up a few of the projects I'm currently working on that aren't already tailored to this type of release strategy. So it gives me a little bit of time to kind of sit back and watch and see what's working and what's not. So what about you? Have you heard of this? Do you plan on giving Kindle Vela a try? If so, I really would encourage you to reach out to us on Author Revolution's Facebook community. I'd love to know what you think about this latest addition to the Amazon publishing ecosystem and how you will or maybe won't leverage it. Now, for those of you who like to listen or even watch podcast episodes on YouTube, here's a new thing. I want to encourage you to become a subscriber of my YouTube channel. Not only can you find videos of the interviews done on this podcast, but the podcast itself, like this episode, is being loaded on YouTube as well. Plus, in the future, I am going to be loading my audiobooks. Well, coming soon. So if you'd like to become a subscriber, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash YouTube and click that big red subscribe button. When you do so, a magical gnome does a happy dance. At least that's what I envision every time someone clicks it. <laughs> All right. We covered a lot today about Kindle Vela. I'll make sure to have all the goodies loaded up with today's show notes. So head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 78 to check them out. Next week, I have a spectacular interview for you. None other than the Miss Joanna Penn is coming on to the Author Revolution podcast. And we're going to be talking about all things indie publishing and in specific, how AI is actually impacting the future of indie publishing. You don't want to miss it. Well, guys, I am off. I have 10 chapters left to write and amends, and it's got to get done. But man, I've got food for thought with this whole Kindle Vela thing. And I'm sure you do too. But until next week, go forth and start your author revolution. This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people, Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast's Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting. The Author Revolution Podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset 
and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality. In order to continue providing the quality content you've come to know and love, I would appreciate your support. As a one-woman show, the podcast takes a lot of time away from other tasks like writing. (laughs) Plus, your support also makes this mompreneur's heart smile. Head over to authorevolution.org forward slash Patreon.